It's the Happy Families Podcast. It's the podcast for the time poor parent who just wants answers now. As they've seen me be open to trying new experiences and to do something that kind of challenges me, they're actually wanting to be a part of the process. And now here's the stars of our show, my mum and dad. Right now, I can't get a song out of my head. Lenny Kravitz, Fly Away. I know that one. Oh, come on. No, I'm thinking of um, John Denver's... Leaving on a jet plane. Leaving on a jet plane. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I'm leaving on a jet plane. Yeah. Steve Miller Band. Jet Airliner. Big old jet airliner. Don't carry me too far away. And then I've got this crazy song. I don't even know where it came from. It might not even be a song. It just says, let's fly away. I have no idea what that is, but I love the way you scrunched up your nose when you're saying it. <laughs> well, it's an invitation. Just let's fly. Why Why do you have... Uh... Because yesterday you told me where you're taking me. Okay, so it's happening. This is our 25th wedding anniversary weekend. We're heading away. We're leaving the kids literally, uh, well, depending on when you listen to this, the podcast dropping and in a few hours' time, we're out of here. We're on a jet plane. To... Queenstown, New Zealand. (laughs) And where the temperature, instead of the balmy, humid, muggy, what, what, like 30 plus degrees that it's been on the Sunshine Coast, is going to be... About four degrees. (laughs) I can't wait. It's going to be really exciting. Uh, Our I'll Do Better Tomorrow today is not about our trip, though. Uh, Our I'll Do Better Tomorrow, as always, is about how we can... Uh, be better parents based on the experiences that we've had with our parenting this past week. I wonder if you want to go first today. Sure. So one of the things that I have recognised about myself for a very long time is I have actually allowed fear to govern a lot of the choices I make. Well, it's a big thing. Yeah, a fear of failure, fear of just making a mistake, fear of not getting it right, fear of not understanding what it is I need to do and therefore I'll just look silly. Mm. Like just so much fear around that. And so over the years, there's been so many things that I want to try, but it's literally stopped me from from even contemplating whether or not it's possible because mm. I just don't want to look silly. Right. So last week I was able to spend some time at the health resort and just start to do some deep diving into some of my own thought processes and why I think the way I think and why I do things the way I do. And as part of that experience, I was actually able to try a couple of craft experiences that I've wanted to do, but um, have been too scared to try before. One of them is pottery. I've actually done, I've played with clay a handful of times, but again, just the experience hasn't been great. But there was just something different about this experience. The teacher had everything prepped. So it was just, it was a really smooth process. And the group of girls that I was with, we just sat there and talked. So I was kind of not really in my head. I was just in the moment, you know, in the middle of this conversation before I realized I'd completed this thing. And then the other one was the same teacher, but he got us weaving a basket out of palm fronds. And when I looked at it, I was like, this looks really silly. But I woke up the next morning and I was like, you know what? This is actually pretty awesome. I made a basket. I made a basket. Which our dog subsequently tore apart. Yeah, don't remind me, please. Mm, Sorry. But that led to thinking about all of these other creative outlets that I've wanted to do, but I haven't. And so Ev, our wonderful... What do you even call her these days? Oh, Does Eve- she have a title? Yeah, Evelyn is our uh, – I don't, I don't remember what the title is. She titled herself, but she's a very important part of our team. 
essential. <laughs> she's a graphic designer. She's she's just she does heaps jack of, stuff of all us. trades. Yeah. This woman, she's amazing. Mm. And she was coming up to spend a few days with you doing strategy and planning for the next few months. And she said, I'm going to bring up my art box and we're going to sit down and we're going to do some art. And so for a couple of nights while she was here, I did something that I have never done before. And not only did I love the process, what I really loved was the fact that I was able to let go and just enjoy doing very new experience for me, especially in that creative space. Well, I came home and the joy was having our 19-year-old, who is very artistic, look at me and say, Mum, which one's the OG? <laughs> yeah. Do you know what OG stands for? Yeah, it's the original. Oh, goodness yeah, me. Absolutely. I had no idea what she was talking about. Mm, okay. So she was pretty impressed. And then all, obviously all of the other kids came in and they had a look and they saw what I'd done and they were very excited to see. Well, I did another one the next night and I decided to go out and buy myself a whole heap of art supplies. Right. And Emily was with me and she said, well, I want a book too. I want to do what you're doing. Well, Lily came into our room the following day and she saw the second picture that I had done. And the next thing she said, mum, do you think next time you do that, I can join you? Yeah. Such a simple thing. But because I was willing to get out of my comfort zone, it's not something Lily's ever engaged in. And what I loved about it was this has just opened up this avenue for me to spend time with the kids without taking much effort at all. As they've seen me be open to trying new experiences and to do something that kind of challenges me, they're actually wanting to be a part of the process. There's a couple of things that we need to draw out here from this really important I'll do better tomorrow. First of all, play. A lot of parents will say, and we did a podcast just recently about it, a lot of parents will say, I hate playing with the kids. It's so boring. So play is supposed to be both enjoyable and intrinsic. That is, it's something that you do for the sake of doing it. And if you're involved in an activity that you're not doing for the sake of it, then it's not intrinsic and it's probably not going to feel playful. What I love about the activity that you're describing is you want to draw, you want to do art and craft simply for the sake of doing it. It doesn't serve any purpose. It's not like we're going to – I mean, maybe we will, but it's unlikely that we're going to frame all of your art and put it all over our walls. I have a book just so you're – I know that you're freaking out. No, no, no. I have a book. It's all attached pages. We can. I mean, I'm I'm amazed. I always knew that you were arty, (laughs) but I had no idea how arty. So I just wanted to emphasize play is critical. The second thing is involvement. When kids see us playing, even things that they don't necessarily feel drawn to, they're drawn to us. They want to be involved and it becomes intrinsically orienting for them as well. But the critical thing that I want to ask you about after those two observations is what was it that made you willing to do something that you were afraid of failing? Like, you, you, I remember you saying to me, I don't think that I can do this drawing thing because I, I'm no good at it. I'm terrible at drawing. What switched it for you? It was actually Ev. She did just the most brilliant thing to start things off. We sat there, we looked at her because both Caroline and I were kind, we're not, creative in that space at all didn't feel like we knew what we were doing we kind of looked at her blankly and like "Mm." and she knew that if she didn't do something we were going to sit there for an hour and a half staring at a blank piece of paper yeah (laughs) and so she said all right this is it this is what we're going to do she said we're each going to have one piece of paper we're going to pick a picture so we picked a pansy just she had a little how-to book with nine steps how to draw a pansy and she said we are going to draw one step each and then we're going to pass the page around literally by her telling me that I had no control over how the outcome was going to turn out because I could only do, I could only have control over the the step that that I was drawing. Something switched. 
it was literally like a light bulb. And I was like, I don't have any control over this. Let's just draw. Okay, so let's bring this back to what is my, my, my new book, Parenting Revolution, is all about. It comes out like in the next month or so. Um, it's about autonomy, competence, and relatedness. So relatedness means we're doing things in an involved way, connecting with others. That's what you're doing. That's why you were there in the first place. I want to sit down with these two great girls, great ladies, and do some art with them. So relatedness need tick involvement. Second one is competence. You've frozen up over competence because your competence needs are fragile. And by Evelyn saying, you cannot control this outcome, we're not really testing your competence anymore. We're just getting you to do step one and then someone else will do step two and someone else will do step three. All of a sudden that frees you up to not worry about competence, which ironically and paradoxically facilitates your development of competence because now you're unfrozen and you're willing to try. It was unbelievable. Honestly, I would never have thought that that would have worked, but it was instant. And the third psychological need that is satisfied is autonomy. You were doing it because you wanted to do it. No one was forcing you. You actually chose to be there to build the relationship and ultimately to have the competence-building experience. This is not a parenting story. I'll Do Better Tomorrow is about how to become a better parent. The the, the wonderful thing about it, though, is the principles apply to parenting and because you've had this experience… It's opened me up to parenting experiences… Yeah, and that I wouldn't have had without this. So after dinner, once things are tidy now in the evening, you can sit at the dining table with the kids with those art supplies that you went bored and you can all draw. And you can do the same thing with them, which means that they're not freaking out about the outcome and how it looks. They're just building relationships, developing competence and choosing to be there because it feels good. I'm actually really excited. So my I'll do better tomorrow is also not parenting related and we don't talk about this ahead of time. I know nothing about what you're going to talk about. You know nothing about what I'm going to talk about. But my I'll do better tomorrow is is actually kind of a really simple and fairly short one. I haven't shouted it from the rooftops, but I also haven't made a secret of it. The last couple of months have not been great for me and mentally and, and psychologically. I did mention it on the I'll Do Better Tomorrow podcast a couple of weeks ago where I said I feel like I want to quit parenting. We talked last week about how I went rock climbing and how scary that was for me. But I pushed myself beyond my boundaries. And, and we've got the Raising Resilient Kids Summit coming up. And I did something hard. And doing hard things, ironically, makes you more resilient. Whereas if you don't get to do hard things, you don't get to be more resilient because you're not doing hard things and pushing through challenges. So that was really great for me. But then you went away. And I don't remember if I mentioned this last week or not, but I started riding my bike again. This is the second week in a row where I've pumped out about 200 k's which is not a huge week, but it's it's properly exercising again. It means that I'm getting up at 4 a.m. It means that I'm riding really hard several days a week for an hour and a half to two hours. And the only time that I can do it is from 4 a.m. till 6 a.m. But can I ask you a question about my well-being, about my mental health? Have you noticed a difference in the last week? Have you noticed that I'm just... I don't think it's the bike ride. I think that it's I came home. You came home and we're about to go away. <laughs> I, I, I know that there's probably a confluence of factors, but I am loving, I'm, as insane as it sounds, I'm loving getting up at 4 o'clock in the morning. I'm loving being on the bike by 4.05 or 4.10 and I'm loving riding through the foothills of the Sunshine Coast and busting myself, like absolutely riding my bike backside off and coming home completely flogged at 6am ready to get on with my day and I feel like it's making me happier and it's making me engage better with the kids make it's making me a better parent better husband I, I feel like I feel like I'm a better person when I'm smashing my body does that make sense it doesn't to me at all but I have recognized and seen it especially over the last few months as I've seen you kind of peter and struggle that 
physical activity is imperative to your sense of well-being. Yeah. Um, and it's exciting that you've got you've got something that you love doing and we both now have complete acknowledgement we're both on the same page that this is actually really important for you to maintain yeah uh, i think the take-home message of our podcast for both of us unintentionally and, and unplanned is parents need outlets we become better when we have outlets especially when those outlets challenge us and drive us to be more competent drive us to push beyond boundaries drive us to do hard things makes us more resilient makes us feel more self-efficacious but it's good for our relationships and it's good for our well-being at least that's how it feels for me thinking about your last week and that story and thinking about what it's been like for me as I've started to push my physical boundaries again well I don't know about you but I'm going to catch a plane so (laughs) can we can we Make this short. Let's go. Uh, We really appreciate you listening to the Happy Families podcast. We hope that it's been great. Let's get out of here. JR, thanks for doing all the stuff. Craig, we appreciate your executive production. I'm not going to do the proper farewell. Happy anniversary. Oh, oh, I'm just going to say that to everyone else. It's ours. Let's go. Let's have an anniversary. We'll see you on Monday with a whole lot more on the Happy Families podcast. I'm so glad.